0: Thank you for the beautiful music. Music has always been part of the great mystery school since early Greece, Pythagoras, and music. He was the father of Western music and the theorist of music. And the connection between music and mathematics, and both music and mathematics, and the mysteries of consciousness. And the same was true in India, the music as an instrument to create Mahabhava, the sublime feeling state in which ultimate reality can be realized. has always been a part of the jnani yoga tradition, not only in bhakti yoga. And music, like every other sadhana, has different purposes at different levels of consciousness. So the ancient mystery schools of Greece, as well as the Christian mystery schools when there was still Gnostic Christianity in its pure form, talked about the outer mysteries and the inner mysteries. The outer mysteries have to do with the mysteries of the unconscious mind the ego mind that is out of reach of that thin sliver of consciousness that we tend to identify with. And then the inner mysteries are only for those who have really transcended the ego, who otherwise cannot grasp the reality of non-duality. So the, the outer mysteries are more about epistemology, how do you know what you know and how do you come to know your own unconscious mind and what cannot be thought but can be known can be dreamed and if not thought and processed becomes karma and then in the higher levels the question is about ontology or being what is reality so the study group at 5.30 is more about the outer mysteries. But these days everything is inverted and the outer mysteries are much more difficult and more intriguing for the ego than the inner mysteries. And the inner mysteries seem far too simple, but they're far too simple to be understood. The inner mysteries are summed up by those great Mahavakyas that I chanted a few minutes ago, or summarized by the great teacher Adi Shankaracharya in the syllogism that appears in many places in his writings, which is usually Brahma Satyam Jagan Mitya Jivo Brahmeva which means that Brahman or the absolute is real the only real the world, Jagat, is an illusion a mirage unreal a myth, in fact the word Mitya has become the English word, myth but also a mistake And the jīva, the so-called individual being, when no longer in a state of ignorance of his or her true nature, is Brahman, is the absolute. One can study this syllogism for many years before it is actually realized. It is an extremely profound piece of reasoning, and the reasoning is accurate, but too slippery for the ego mind to grasp. Because the ego mind is a knot based on the unproven premise that the I is the body. And it builds its entire life on that false belief, that I am a body and the body is material and it is upon that premise false though it be that remains tenaciously the foundation of the ego that it will not let go of that is the cause of all our suffering Because once there is a body in a physical universe, there is fear, there is lack, there is anxiety, there is desire, there is disappointment, there is despair. The whole wheel of egoic life stems from that false belief. And it's to undo that false belief, not just theoretically, but really, which changes our entire psychology and frees us from the torments of ego consciousness. In principle, it's very easy. And it's easier today because modern science, particularly quantum physics, supports the understanding that the world is not real. The universe is information. The information requires a knower. And the knower is consciousness. So it is no longer even scientifically sustainable to believe I am a body. I am consciousness is the prevailing scientific understanding. If we can simply get this and let go of the materialism that science itself is letting go of as its paradigm, and recognize that consciousness is the underlying and primary principle of the real, then we will be free from the psychology of the ego that has created all of the problems that the world suffers from today. But it's one thing for a few scientists very high in the intellectual realms to know this, and for this to trickle down to the common person on the street, or the power elite even, that runs things politically, or the social system that is based on an investment in a materialistic paradigm. And that's the problem we've had in the 20th century. Whether it's dialectical materialism of a Marxist version, or the capitalist materialism of consumerism, that's less philosophical but more tenacious because it feeds off of the lack of the ego, has stunted our growth and our ability to recognize the truth of the higher mysteries and the higher mystery schools are a rarity today because religion itself has bought into materialism and Christianity for example has moved from a Gnostic metaphorical understanding of Christ to a literal historical misunderstanding and has literally wiped out the Gnostic Christians who were the original Christians burned them at the stake, chased them away converted them by the the sword point, etc. so that we had a dark ages that we are still suffering from and that the scientific or scientistic paradigm is a reaction against And so the fear of returning to a religious dark age keeps us in a scientistic dark age. And in a tenacious holding on to a paradigm that needs to unravel if we are to create a new age in which peace is possible and harmony and love and fearlessness and a co-creative unity of all peoples to solve the problems that the ego mind has created for our planet and for us here at the edge of extinction the human race must awaken to the mystery of our own being and that is why we gather here in meditation in order to achieve the transcendence of the ego mind and its illusion of materialism and enter the freedom of the vast consciousness, the noosphere, as Teilhard de Chardin called it, the realm of pure intelligence that we have access to when the mind of the ego is silent and rather than chatter we are downloading the energy of our true being. So in meditation, simply by refusing for 30 or 40 minutes to believe that you're a body and experimenting with the possibility that you are pure, aware presence, intelligent presence, you can change the course of your entire life. It needs nothing more than that experiment to recognize that there are potentialities within you that are in fact related to what the religions refer to as God-consciousness, that can ameliorate the suffering of the body and of the emotions and of the mind and enable you to create a new relationship to yourself and to all beings. simply through having a sufficient amount of curiosity and yearning for freedom the breakthrough from the ego mind into the absolute happens very easily it just requires letting go of the belief that you already know who you are and it's a body and at least reach that point where you don't know and you recognize the not knowing and empty out of all of the beliefs and ask the question who am i if it's not a body what is the i and then you will discover a transhistorical self never wounded by the traumas of childhood never stained by conditionings and false understanding that is still united with the source of your being and that enables the power of that being to flow through you with a current of energy that can resuscitate the life within you, recharge your batteries and activate latent capacities of the brain I'm bringing you to an understanding of reality that is beautiful, joyous, empowered, and free. If that's what you desire, there are no obstacles. The only obstacles are your own fear of freedom, And your refusal to tell the mind to stop chattering. And your attachment to the desires of the body ego. If you're willing to let go of that, liberation is here and now.